The song was only wishful thinking. The song was only wishful thinking. Have you been going back and listening to old Taken Back Sunday? Hell no. <laughs> I just know that song so well. Yeah, of course. Because <laughs> why, gonna... why, why write four lines when you could just write three and yeah. repeat one? And over and over again. <laughs> In the new Taken Back Sunday music video for a song that we're supposed to be talking about later. Oh, <laughs> You Can't Look Back. Yes. Uh, very Spoiler alert. Adam Lazara bleeds heavily through Ooh. there. And I was going to make a comment like, oh, he never apologized to that girl for bleeding on her shirt. Ah, shut up. Ah. I will kill you. <laughs> yeah. I will cut you with the E. Wait. I deserve that. I deserve that. <laughs> Welcome to episode 0208 of The Skinny with Mike and Adam, everybody. Uh, we're back we're from here. the past. We're back to the future. Finally, um, everything is right, right with our list of 2013. I hope you guys tuned in for that. Uh, the analytics showed that you guys listened to that. So thank you. Everybody cared. Everybody commented. I mean, we got so much feedback. So much. About how, how right we were. Adam, we have literally so many emails we have to read. Man, through their feedback from so this episode, anti renaissance emails. We are being so condescending to our <laughs> listeners for I don't know, just comment. We love you all, yeah, kind of. But if you would We'd tell, love to know you personally, you need to validate us and let us know how much you love us <laughs> and how much you love our show because we see that you're listening, but you would never know because no one ever says anything. <laughs> and just like we see that people are listening to that Drive By Curious album, yeah, and we th- they got a review, right? Yeah, a review. Mike, did, did you post up- it? Did you post it on this OK Cupid thing, or did Makilla post it? Okay, I'm not sure. so I, I don't know the full story, but okay. somehow the song, um, I what's, what's the name of the song again? Did you did I mention I'm did also I, on OK Cupid? That's the name of this been OK Cupid forum this past week. And yes. uh, I noticed browsing through that forum that you know most of the people that go on there is being like, oh, I just went on this really shitty date. Like, mm-hmm. oh, there's nothing but like disgusting people here. <laughs> like, oh, I messaged I messaged the guy and he was being really sexist or whatever. So it was just a bunch of people complaining about OK Cupid. So I guess whoever posted the Makilla song, did I mention I'm also on OK Cupid? They said, oh, this would be a good place to have some fun and be like, hey, look, yes. I, I I made a song about OK Cupid. What do you guys think? And to 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 my surprise chagrin chagrin to my pleasant surprise we got a glowing review glowing oh man this is probably the best review drive by curious has ever got no mm-hmm. joke this is the review that drive by curious come on guys got <clears throat> quote quote k not my thing but i hope it does well end quote <laughs> I love it. I mean, that's exactly what I felt when I heard the song. Oh, sure. Yeah, well. the song's okay. My my first thought was K. Yeah, my my first song. My my first thought was like, hmm. And it was also I'm not a forty six year old Mexican man. You said forty seven year old Latino man, Latino man from Georgia. From Georgia, not his thing. Not his thing. <laughs> but he hopes it does well. So well, I'm gonna call it right here. Still one hundred percent. Positive, positive reviews. reviews for come on guys find out what all the hubbub is about find out what 47 year old i forget what his username is guy from georgia <laughs> thought about come on guys by going to drivebycurious.bandcamp.com that's d-r-i-v-e-b-y curious 
www.bandcamp.com. Find out, guys. Find out what all the buzz is about. (laughs) Two out of two. That's all I got to say. Two out of two. Two out of two. One, I I, I don't believe there's ever been another gangster rap album in the history of gangster rap that has gotten 100% positive reviews. Probably not. I'm sure there's always people out there that are just like, oh, Vanilla Ice sucks. We both know that Vanilla Ice is the greatest rapper of all time. Praise his name, yes. Praise his (laughs) Robert Van Winkle name. (laughs) Yes. So, um, yeah, just keep on on listening. Apparently, the, the numbers are going up. The numbers are fine. They're fine. Well, this past week, neither of us like posted about it, which oh, yeah. I, I kept meaning. I kept meaning to, but like I had a very busy week, so it kept slipping my mind. So I'll yeah, make sure to do that this week. So please like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash skinny with Mike and Adam. Subscribe to us on iTunes as well, and you can also subscribe to our friend uh, Rick Wellbanks at Shenanigans with Rick Wellbanks on iTunes. Uh, he's on vacation, which is why he hasn't uh, posted anything about oh, the show. And I'm he, glad that he told you about that. Uh, he posted a public status on that that he he he, he went on vacation. And he specifically left his phone because he did not want to be bothered. Oh, shit. Was this because his ex-girlfriend ruined him on social media like Probably. he told us it was going to happen? Probably, yes. Understandable. Understandable. You can't go back to being in a podcast when you're ruined on social media. Ruined. I hope somebody ruins us one day. Well, you know, if we would get comments, I'm sure it would eventually happen. That would be great. Hey, guys, go to Facebook.com slash Skinny with Mike and Adam. Ruin us. Ruin, destroy <laughs> we our We dare credibility. you. <laughs> <laughs> no, These guys no please just be honest. Like, <laughs> don't, don't be a troll. If you like our show, please let us know you like our show. These guys liked Renaissance. It's like the third weakest Census Fail album behind Pull Your Thorns From My Heart. Fuck you. And still searching. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Anyway, so we got a lot to get through this week. We're going to be reviewing uh, the newest Taken Back Sunday album, one of our most anticipated albums of this year. Anticipatado. Find out what we thought in like, I don't know, 20 minutes or so. But for now, we have to go and uh, get through all the news topics that uh, we have neglected to get through because we were too busy going to the past and your computer froze. (laughs) Well. Well, shit. Well, what was the first thing we were going to talk about The here? first thing we were going to talk about, I guess we'll have to go a little bit backwards because uh, I'm already on this screen, so we've got to wait for <laughs> this thing to, to work. So this is, I was going to close with this, happening. but I guess it makes sense because this is the oldest topic that we have so okay. far. So a couple of weeks ago, about a week and a half ago, the Spice Girls, the Spice Girls. made a very important you announcement, you guys. Be my lover. <laughs> so they're going to come back and get like a, a pseudo reunion tour. They're going to be doing a worldwide pseudo-reunion tour. However, two of them will not be uh, joining uh, them and the Spice Girl Army. Uh, Mel B. That would be the black one. And, uh, and Bitch Spice. Posh. Basic Spice. Basic Spice, yes. <laughs> um, posh Spice. So the two of them <laughs> are not going to be Beckham. joining them. Because, I don't know. Because she's busy getting pregnant every other day Yeah, like David Beckham. I think, the, I think her official... Uh, yeah, she is. She is getting banged by David Beckham, and I don't blame her. But, uh, uh, but uh, I think her official <laughs> and probably having stimulating conversations about, you know, very vast educational topics, mm-hmm. the, the the various political climates of the different right. countries that they live in. Yeah, of course. David, which bowl do you put the cereal in? <laughs> do I use the big spoon or the medium spoon? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I'll just kick a ball. <laughs> <laughs> just kick a ball around, woman. And I'll retire. So now my brain is mush. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, David. Can you please put on Spice World? I love remember, watching Spice World. Remember when I was hot? Oh, wait, I still am. I still am hot. 
You are still hot, baby. You want, you want to go see how hot I am in Spice World? My penis would like to. You know who else is in Spice World? Alan Cumming. <laughs> Why do you know this? I used to watch Spice World a lot. Oh, My sister had the VHS and she ruined it. She watched it so it much it got, you know. Yeah, she ruined it. She. Hey! Fourteen-year-old Mike wasn't ruining. They're it, I'm very sure. pretty girls, and you had to like pause, rewind, <laughs> pause, rewind. <laughs> so because you Mel and Baby P. Spice went way back, huh? We'll get there. Okay. Uh, so because the two of them are not going to be joining them on this pseudo reunion tour, uh, they're actually going to be opening open uh, auditions for for uh, for new potential spices to come in. And gender, uh, gender. They never said a dude couldn't. Can it be a Spice Girl? Okay. okay. So I have I am going to announce on the show, uh, you've heard it here first on the Skinny with Mike and Adam. I'm going to throw my hat in the ring, and I'm going to audition to to be the next Do Spice Girl, the fourth Spice Girl. Well, as I was discussing earlier, sometimes um, Mike can look like a woman. Mm. My, if Mike shaved, grew his hair out, yeah, he and you know put some boobs on, you could probably pass for a convincing woman. Sure. Sure. And there are a lot. More average-looking women you know, out there right now that look a lot hot, butcher than me. There's, you know, Filipinos out there who, you know, may or may not. <laughs> oh, that's not. where you're going with. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, I think that you can make this work. Okay, sure. So, you know, if you don't have to tell them you're a guy. That's what I'm no, saying. No, of course not. And you might, you might be able to pass. I mean, like, eventually they find out because my end goal here is to be Inside Baby Spice. Well, I'm which sure that... Which I think is going to be my new Spice Girl name, Inside Baby Spice. Inside Baby Spice. Yeah. I like it. Well, you know they have the, the five-way orgy after every show. Oh, of course, yeah. So they're going to figure out... I can out, participate with that. That's, that's cool. They're going to figure it out. I've made my peace with it. But they'll probably be okay with it. But So Mel C is still there? Mel C, which is Sporty Spice, I believe. Sporty. And then Baby... Emma, Emma Button. How, how, how's uh, Ginger looking these days? Uh, Jerry Jerry Falwell, <laughs> Jerry Falwell. Yes. Yes. How's she doing these days in the Spice Girls? <laughs> she, she she looks like she's had work done. <laughs> Jerry Falwell is my favorite of the Spice Girls. Man, she can was we definitely... make that a quote somewhere? My favorite Spice Girl, Jerry Falwell. Jerry Farwell. Is it Farwell? Yes. Okay. I always get her and Jerry Falwell. Confused for some reason. For some reason, she was my favorite back yeah. in the '90s. Back before she had work done. There, there was um, a, a time when the Spice Girls were new. Back when like their second single came out mm-hmm. with uh, what was that song called? It could be any of them because they I all know. sound the same. Well, this one definitely didn't sound like "If You Want to Be My Lover." Mm-hmm. It was the other one. But there was a rumor that came out that one of them was a guy. Oh my god! And my little group of friends had our own favorite Spice Girls that we talked about, mm-hmm. and. A, can't remember who of my friends liked who. Sure. In hindsight, now, but mine was always Ginger Spice. We I had a pact. <laughs> we had a pact with each other that if it turns out that the one we liked was the guy, that we weren't going to give each other shit about it. <laughs> like, That's okay, dude, true friendship, I, right there. Because my friend Denny, I know he liked Posh. Okay. And Makes I'm pretty sense. sure my friend Chris liked Baby Spice. Oh God, Baby so Spice. Bo- is so we were the best. like. We were literally like freaking out about this. When well, we were I think of seventeen. The, <laughs> I think the most obvious choice would be Sporty Spice, right? I mean, she is like the token. Well, like, tomboy. we all thought it would be Mel B, but then oh. when you look at Victoria Beckham long enough, oh. you're just like, there's there could be some masculine features there. <laughs> she has a strong jawline, right? Right, and that 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 bitch face, that resting bitch face that <laughs> yes. will never go away. And then, so we all just like sat around like, okay, hey, if it ends up being one of our girls. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> and then that rumor just kind of left. I've actually never heard that rumor. Well, and then yeah. luckily two became one. Mm. Remember that song? 
That's a terrible Became song. I don't remember the chorus of that song. You pretty much were singing it. That was the pre-chorus. Tonight is the night where uh, two oh, become one. Is sure that's not the pre-chorus? I'm pretty sure there's another chorus that goes after that. Wanna make love to you, baby. Wanna lay you down by the fire. <laughs> yep. I'm pretty sure Chef from South Park wrote that song. For it was Girls. a terrible, terrible song. And we would sit there and watch that video and be like, nah, dude. She's she's not a dude. <laughs> she's not a man. She's got... She's too hot to be a man. Oh, God, what if she's a man? <laughs> what does this mean about me? Am I gay? Oh, God, I'm, I'm gay. I gotta have sex with Denny now. <laughs> shit. That is actually cool of your friends to be like, Okay, nobody give each other shit. Right. We didn't know. And now, luckily, I don't talk to them anymore. So mm-hmm. we've all forgotten. <laughs> but if, but in case you, but in case you were wondering, Baby Spice is the best one of the Spice Girls. So yeah. throw your hat in the ring if you guys are interested. You guys can go on a worldwide tour, be an official, temporary Spice Girl. Because <laughs> the the tours and the reunions only gonna last one to two years tops. Yep. And then, and then no then one's gonna think about this ever again. Back to Walgreens. <laughs> I gotta make my money. David Beckham's in in the off season. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, gotta go to the Best Buy and buy more Blu-rays of Spice World. Cause nobody else will buy Spice World. Get, get me royalties. <laughs> spend my own money getting royalties. If I spend twenty dollars on the Spice Girls Blu-ray, I'll get two dollars back in royalties. Profit. My kids, my kids don't understand that I used to be famous. <laughs> All right, so uh, God, her kids must be so old now. Yeah. It's like Britney Spears' they're, kids. They're probably at the age of the Spice Girls were back when they were famous. Dear God. Wow. All right. Uh, cool. So moving forward. Moving forward. Now My that computer your computer unfrozed. is unfreezed now, we're going to go be seeing this band in a very few weeks now. Uh, you Blew It, oh. which is a band oh. that none of us anticipated. We're not seeing this band. What? This band is not playing at any of the shows that we're going to see. You I keep on thinking they are. playing at the Census Fail some 41 That's nothing show. nowhere. No, that's thrice. They're playing with Thrice. The Census Fail show. Okay, yes. That show is as it is. Not You Blew It. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is the third time I've had to tell you. Is it really? That's okay. Is, that's this okay. The, is this the next Capture the Crown, Crown the Empire? <laughs> <It Empire? is. laughs> Capture oh. the Crown, the Empire. <laughs> so have we ever seen You Blew It? Yes, we saw them open for The Wonder Years and Motion City Soundtrack. Oh. And, and State Champs. State Champs. Okay. Yes. Okay. Well, I don't remember a goddamn <laughs> thing about this band, which is great we because... We thought they sounded better live. But they were like oh, the, yeah. the kind of emo revival thing, the very souvenir sounding, oh. slow, grindy, you know, melodic stuff. Okay, well that makes sense because I'm just con- com- I'm just confusing them with as it is. I know you guys got to come up as with as it is names. is a completely different garbage pop punk band? band from the UK. Yes, that all the girls and love and Patty Walters is a chode. Patty Walters is a chode. <laughs> One of the best songs of the year. Well, I, I apologize to you, blew it. So I know you're listening, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I liked your album. I'm not. It wasn't memorable enough to me, for me They're, to not confuse you with as it is. But I'm sure I, I'm sure I liked it. They've had two full lengths that were garbage. Okay, and, and one EP from last year that was two out of three. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's why I remember them so well. Okay. Anyway, they have a new album coming out, and it's called <laughs> Abentrot. Yeah, I don't I know, know how to pronounce it. Apparently, it's a German word. Cool. Has, with a number of attempted English translations, including sunset afterglow or the reddish pinks and purples after a sunset. And they have a new album. Okay. This coming. was the band that talked about having like fast food bags on stage with them. Did they open for Census Fail at the... at? Um... No, that was Souvenirs. It's okay. <laughs> 
Every band is the same band to me. <laughs> I apologize to every band out there. <laughs> but they do sound very similar. I will say. Okay, thank you for for saving me there. Uh, I don't I don't see a release date. What's going on here? I thought what? it was October. This this. Okay, we'll go with October. Cause Sometime in October. We'll figure it out. So go pick up As It Is in October. <laughs> it's not As It Is. I know. <laughs> so from an album announcement that we barely cared about, <laughs> we talked more about other bands than that actually band. Well, how about, how about a song announcement, Adam? Oh, God. I'm going to beat you down. Do it. But, but before we get to the song announcement, we have to let you guys know, Attila Franz is sorry. You guys. He's he apparently... Needs, he needs to apologize for his offensive nature. All the people that he's offended. I don't even know who he's offended. Because he like he, I guess Johnny Craig. <laughs> and, well, remember he's, and Ronnie Radke. He's every, offended. Well, remember he he uh, pretty much every year at Warped Tour he has a fucking public spout. Oh with, yeah, uh, and Buddy Nielsen. Buddy's panties in a twist. Yeah, about that. Yeah, anyway, that's true. I forgot about that. So Franzilla uh, um, posted last week that he needs to issue an apology, guys. And the apology is going to come out. In a couple days. Times are changing. Times are changing. I've offended so many people. I feel like it's time to come clean. I want to come clean to our fans. I want to come clean to my haters. I want to come clean to everybody. The things that I've said in the past have offended people. Like the, the things... Westboro Baptist Church. Yeah. Those, those <laughs> fucking faggots. <laughs> those, those upstanding citizens. Leave them alone, guys. Uh, the things that I've said in the past have hurt people, and I realize it's not right. <laughs> So that all so turned. We all, we all knew he was t- being Bull- truthful. Yeah, because no one. No <laughs> How can one, you take that face? Look at that face <laughs> with that giant shaved cat behind him. The <laughs> shaved cat. And his bleached hair that with his beanie that he doesn't really fit him. old. I oh my god, he does. I kept on thinking he was like a young dude, but yeah, I guess look, this he, is like album number seven coming out for them. Oh, so they've been true, out right? for a while. It's the oversized glasses too. Maybe you can't see all the. The pain and despair of a 55-year-old man. <laughs> yes. He's like, hey, fellow teens, I know what you guys like. Trashcore. Exactly. So, Trashcore is beanies. <laughs> so, it all tur- so it turned out that this was just a uh, publicity stunt for Attila's new song called Public Apology. Which I did not listen to. Did uh, I did. It's, it sounds like... <laughs> it's, 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 it's complete garbage. Is there a lyric video? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a dictionary of words. And he, that and he's apologizing. And he, I, I have no it's idea. All what he like, I'm so says. sorry to Buddy Nielsen. I need to be nicer to gay people. <laughs> Nobody's a faggot. You're all God's creatures. Buddy, I, I realized you. that it was sexuality. You didn't choose. <laughs> oh man. So he didn't choose it, man. He didn't have a choice. He didn't have a choice. He didn't man. have a choice he did to be choice. Peter Pan sexual. So from one 50 year old man who still thinks he's in with the in crowd, let's talk about another 50 year old man who thinks he's relevant with Coolio. Did you know? Does he think he's relevant? I'm sure he does. Mm, okay. So Coolio, as you guys know, did that wonderful cover of uh, In Fear and Fate's Gangster Paradise. <laughs> no, not in fear and faith. It was. It was in fear and faith. It was Ronnie Radke and falling in reverse. Oh God, that's right. It was they both did of too. them that did it. <laughs> no, Who did it first? In fear and faith did it without Coolio. Right. Fear, falling in reverse did it with, with Coolio. Coolio. Yes. So yeah. So Coolio covered his own in, song. His own song <laughs> that was already covered with. Okay, okay, it doesn't make sense. Anyway, so he he got detained. Minute after minute. <laughs> That's a fucking good song, though. It's a fucking good song. <laughs> I'm sure. uh, <laughs> so Coolio was stopped at LAX this past week because mm. he had a gun on him. He tried I, to slip it past security. A gun at an airport? What could go wrong? <laughs> and not even like 
in his suitcase. He had it on his carry-on. Oh, good. Okay. Because well, he's a smart young man. He was just age. testing those TSA agents. <laughs> oh, you guys are doing your job. I'm so glad. Well done. Respect the police. <laughs> Respect the police. <laughs> Gangsters need to need to not go through paradise. They need to go to jail. You guys, yeah. check out my new single in a couple days. <laughs> <laughs> Love the police. Uh, so, so he was a... Uh, oh, and not, only, not only that, but the gun was also stolen. Good. Well, so what happened? What so became of went, the Coolio? He, so he, went, he so he he's in lockup and his and his bail is set at a very specific thirty-seven thousand three hundred and eight dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Why so specific? I have no idea. It's interesting. Even but, Chris Brown didn't have to pay that. Wait, he, he paid a lot more than that. Sorry. I know, because he has a fortress. You can't you can't impenetrate his fortress. Right. So that must be a very LAPD kind of thing. Oh. I hate rappers. The extra $8 is just the service charge. Rappers are the worst. So did he make bail and go home? No, I... Well, Coolio doesn't have that kind of money. What are you talking about? I'm just thinking he might know somebody that has that kind of money. Well, according to the article, he called up um, the... the, the Larry past... H. Parker? <laughs> he called up the past members of uh, In Fear and Faith, because they're not around anymore. And he'd be right. like, it's like, hey, player, hey, I know I covered your song. That you that very successful original song of yours called Gangsta's Paradise. And I did a less successful version of it back in the 90s. <laughs> Before you guys were born. <laughs> Before you guys were born. So I was like, can you can, can, can you spot a player? I need $37,308. Like, our band hasn't been together since 2013. All right, player, I bothered you. That was my one phone call. Damn it. Oh, well. No one else. Oh, I called Chris Brown. He he. I'm sure he has a lot of money. He has a fortress. Back to prison for me. Yay. <laughs> uh, so, guess who's, back, guess, guess who's in prison still? Tim Lambesis. Tim, wow, that's a very specific answer you gave. It's like the it's like the article was right glad, there on your. I'm just thing. glad to hear it because he needs to be in prison. Yeah, he's a dangerous, dangerous man. I feel like six years is not enough. But uh, Tim Lambesis, who uh, if you're a long time listener to the show, we followed this trial of Tim Lambesis extensively. Pretty much every week we had a new. I know we were the TMZ of the Tim Lambesis mm-hmm. trial back in 2013. You heard it seventh, seventh. here on the Skinny with Mike and Adam guys, right? But uh, Tim Lambesis has been in jail since June of 2015. Okay, and uh, and and now he's he's actually suing the medical board of Los Angeles. Mm. That's where he's being held. Where you get the finest of medical care. The finest medical care. I thought he was at, in San Diego. But is this LA? Uh, oh yeah, you're right. County of San Diego. Okay. The, okay, so he's suing the the medical board of Sandy of the county of San Diego because apparently they haven't been treating his um, withdrawal symptoms withdrawals from, from his, his steroid, steroid syndrome. Use? So okay. now he has he has developed what is what is the proper term? Gynoclimastia. There it is. And mm-hmm. if you go and if that word is too big for you, he's growing tits. He's growing boobs of a man. The boobs of a man. Which is what happens when you don't get your. Hormones when you don't get your testosterone inject injections, your body's yes. like, well, I've been making all this estrogen to fucking balance out all the testosterone you've been pumping into your body. Right. So here's your boobs. So here's some extra est- <laughs> estrogen, your boob, your boob. And now he's saying that this is going to damage his image oh. as a lead singer, as if wanting your wife dead wasn't damaging enough to his image. Apparently not. He has millions of fans. Oh yeah, so. and remember. He's still in As I Lay Dying. As I Lay Dying is still around, remember? That's right. He made that statement two from woven, prison. Two Woven War albums later. Yeah. <laughs> he's still in As I Lay Dying. Yeah. He said right. the As I Lay Dying name will will live on. And then when he gets out of prison, probably with like D-cups, <laughs> he'll be the female singer of <laughs> As I Lay Dying, which would be great. 
As I lay dying, my boobs shoot to the air. So he'll be opening for Against Me. Yes. Did you get that joke? Yes. Uh, he has boobs and she doesn't have boobs anymore. What? No. No, she has boobs too. You're right. Yes. Yeah, Sorry. Exactly. She has boobs. So, so both people who have transitioned. I thought it was because you wanted his boobs to be against you. Oh, no. <laughs> no. He's As a large he man. He's a large man who gives a really good scream. Okay. But okay. he did try to kill his wife, so fuck this guy. He only tried to get somebody else to kill his wife. Yeah. I mean, his, his hands are clean. The blood is not on his hands, guys. He gave them $5,000 with the promise of $5,000 more. Yes. And he had to clarify before he left <laughs> that Barnes & Noble. <laughs> that was a Barnes & Noble, wasn't it? <laughs> he, he met at the Starbucks of a Barnes & Noble. Yes. <laughs> going to cut them with a DVD of Hot Rod? Yeah. <laughs> References. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so when Tim Labesis gets out of jail in like three years, can't wait to hear that next As I Lay Dying album I know. Uh, with his boobs. Um, he's going to get titty fucked in jail. It's going to be very lactation oriented. A lot of like nipples... Sen- sensitive nipples sensitive nips erect nips on stage mm. he's not gonna be able to wear tank tops anymore as I lay as I lay milking milking <laughs> All right, well, that's enough of the defeat topic for this week. Let's get to the meat of this episode, and let's go on the plate. Oh, God. I've been watching commercials from 1989. I saw. What's up with that silly Cubs commercial? That that was uh, the slogan of McDonald's in 1989? America's meat and potatoes. Hmm. They were showing a bunch of happy ethnic people mm. sharing hamburgers and french fries mm. like a white construction worker man with a with a hard hat like handing a, a thing of fries to a, a native american with a oh. with a feather in his hair oh god <laughs> and he just like takes I a think... couple of fries out and eats them and they smile politely at each other Aww. it's just like america it's, it's just... going so far america it's just like the first thanksgiving Dear when god. the construction worker was. gave the McDonald's French fries to the Native American, and just like in the Village People, yeah, when the construction worker gave a BJ to the Indian. Sex, Sex over the phone. phone. We got to thank one Don Reed for <laughs> bringing that song back into our lives. Oh my God! Anyway, <laughs> so I love 1989. <laughs> I also love 2014. That was a great year for music, and my number one album of that year was Taking Back Sundays. Happiness, Happiness is, is dot, dot, dot. Ellipses. Uh, yeah, so this got me highly anticipated when earlier this year, the Taking num- Back Sunday. Go ahead. The number one album of other Taking Back Sunday fans of 2014, as we came to learn by talking to several of them who had never heard the album. Oh. Why do you go to a show and spend money and don't follow a band? I because don't get it. Because they're going to play Key Without the E. And no. Gonna, and they're going to play Year of So Last Summer. And you're Adam, bleeding he, on my shirt or whatever. He didn't apologize for bleeding on her shirt, Adam. This is what living like this does. This, this is, is what living, living like this does. This is what living like this does. References. Anyway, so, Happiness Is was a fantastic album. Mm-hmm. I believe it's number four on my list my after re-review. It has overtaken um, Where You Want to Be as my favorite Taking Back Sunday album. For sure. Uh, still highly listenable to this day. 
I can go back. Lots of relatable feels there, especially if you've gone through multiple heartbreaks in the last I, couple of years. I remember in February of 2014 when this album came out and we reviewed it. Yes. And I told you that it was my favorite Taking Back Sunday album as of that time. Right. I remember, and you were very surprised that I said that. Yes. Because Louder Now was yours before then. Louder Now and Where You Want to Be were, were albums that I enjoyed quite yes. a bit. But I also enjoyed the... Uh, self-titled album more than those two. Yes, true. Yes. And then I said, this is my favorite one. And I remember you being like surprised and shocked. Because where you want to be is so bay. It's so bay. But then apparently two years later, happiness is, is your favorite. Well, then later that year I was like, well, that's my number one. album. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So uh, it took eight, 10 months of listening to it. That's all it takes. Yeah. But, uh, so this got me super anticipated. Uh, taking back Sunday is one of my personal favorite, uh, uh, bands of all time, I guess you can say. And they're one of my favorite active bands, uh, today, do you uh, have moments in your life that you can place Taking Back Sunday songs? Uh, not like not Census Fail. Not as much as I could for Census, like sense, like I could for Census Fail. Okay. Uh, a lot of the songs that Taking Back Sunday writes, if you don't know, are mostly songs that are personal stories and relatable to Adam Lazara and now John Nolan. Yes. Uh, so, Depending on when he, if he's in the band or not. Yeah. So for four <laughs> albums now, this is the fourth album with this original lineup. Yes. yes. Uh, seventh album overall. Uh, so lots of eyes on this album. Uh, for what me, was your, what was your anticipation level on this? Uh, fairly high, because you know, as for me, I, I've been a longtime fan since 2011. Oh, and <laughs> thanks to Mike so continuing to say to talk about this band and being like, "Taking Back Sunday, Taking Back Sunday." I'm like, "Oh, that's just that crappy emo band that was somewhat popular in 2004." Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that they got like uber popular in 2006. I don't know where the fuck I was in 2006. But yeah, louder now. It was on, it was on X1039, the Inland Empire. I finest. never have heard this album or any Taking Back Sunday song on the radio. Liar and make life. damn sure. I couldn't escape those. Or songs that I'd never heard until I listened to that album for <laughs> the first time. Which is shocking to me, yeah. In 2011. Yeah. So, anyway, I think that helped. Yeah. <laughs> but still, um, yeah, Happiness is, uh, definitely was a huge shift away from the old stuff mm-hmm. into their adult-driven music. This is us writing songs like adults now. Exactly. And also, you know, gaining some some... Uh, inspiration from the Gaslight Anthem. And also the first al- uh, Happiness Is is the first album since their uh, debut album uh, back on an indie label. Yes. Are, are they, what, they're help? back on, they're on Hopeless. They've, Hopeless. they've been on Hopeless okay. now for two years. Uh, they're originally okay. on Victory Records and then they left because Victory sucks. And yes. then they got picked up by uh, um, Warner Brothers, which is why... Yeah, for just that one album, right? Uh Three or two albums? Three. Oh, three, yeah. So they're on Louder Now, New Again, which is garbage, yes. and, and the self-title when they got back together with the original lineup. So not much to say too much about the, the history. I mean, there's a whole thing about like revolving a revolving door of lead guitarists. They have, they've had like three lead guitarists slash backup singers, uh, but now they're back with the original lineup, and that's really all you need to know. And it's, now I can at least say that I share a video with Adam Lazara. We share a video with Adam Lazara. We're in a video with Adam Lazara. That's right. <laughs> He's being interviewed, and Mike and I are interviewing Corey Wells in the background. In the, in the top right corner of the video. Yeah. Isn't so that amazing? It's, we're, we're there, friend of the show. Small world. I know. Too friend, bad. Yeah, there you go. Adam Lazara, friend of the show. Yeah, did we even try to like say hi and say, hey, the last album was great. Can't wait for the new album. Why would we say things like that to famous people? And then he'd be like, nah, man, I got to go watch Quicksand. <laughs> They're playing in like an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> so tidal wave was highly anticipated i not as highly anticipated as like the brian fallon album sure but still pretty damn 
highly anticipated. Well, let's go see how the, it stacks up with the, their previous stuff. So, so you you still say Happiness is your favorite? Of course. Okay, Happiness is is my favorite Taking Back Sunday album as well. Uh, so let's go ahead and talk to one of the singles. I think this is the third. This is the third single off of this album God, called already Death three. Wolf. This album has been out for one day now. Yeah. <laughs> I but think it doesn't it's really playing. get started for a while. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's really quiet. Dramatic intros. <laughs> Synth intro. They're just building an atmosphere. Shut the fuck up, Rick. <laughs> Don't talk shit. Talk I shit. Will... Get hit, Rick. I will ruin you on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> just like that one guy in that one podcast did. Where next, Rick? He doesn't engage with the haters. That's right, he doesn't. This is Death Wolf. It's a really good song. <laughs> I agree. Just has a really long intro. It does. It's yeah. basically like the first minute could have been an intro track. It could, uh, right? which they did on the last album as well. Yeah, yeah. So that's fine. Wow, wow. Uh, so, yeah, I guess we should have fast forwarded. But yeah, <laughs> Adam Lazar is just gonna be like nobody doing his best Barry Gibb impression. Oh, Ooh, that needs to get turned up. A little bit. A little bit you went small. Is that better? Better. Okay. Okay. So yeah, this is a this is the third single off of this. Uh, great intro. And my feet on the floor. A little bit of a different direction ish. Um, I mean they've wrote they've written like fast paced, um, fast paced kind of songs before. Yep. After four listens, that that hook was in my head. And I was, a bit and now I want some more. I was falling asleep, and it's just like, why is this on repeat in my head? <laughs> yeah, that is a super catchy chorus. Oh, man, I had ice cream on Wednesday. I poured myself a scoop. Yes. When I finished the ice cream, I went to the kitchen. I was like, thought I had enough, and now I'm not sure. <laughs> Fuck you, Adam Lazaro. Just there, perfect yeah. hook. And you know, by the seventh album, you start to get worried. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, this band. They've been through their rises and their falls, and they know that they have a giant fan base. They don't have to make an album that we enjoy at this point. They can just they know, play it safe. They know it's going to sell. They know they're going to go on tour and their shows will be sold out. Because everyone's there to listen to Your Soul Last Summer. Exactly. Which is gay as hell. <laughs> but... That I so I was worried. Sure. I think that's why I was so worried coming into this album. Yo, I was completely worried. I was, I was really worried as well. Because even outside of like all their past guitarists and bassists that have been in the band, like this is the this is this lineup's fourth album, and yes. for a lot of bands, especially currently, that's that's kind of worrisome sometimes. You know, seventh yes. seventh album overall, fourth with this lineup, and it's easy to, to expect some fatigue. But then I realized that I always compare bands back to Pearl Jam. Sure. Where, like, they have kind of the same flow with their their greatness, and then they go down in, like, the fifth or, in their case, their sixth album is definitely their worst. Okay. But then by their seventh album, they got really good, and, 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 and then the eighth and ninth albums were bad. <laughs> <laughs> bad as in, like, would you say that they just kind of coasted and just kind of played it safe, or... Yeah, yeah. It's basically at that point, it's just them jamming in a studio for forty-five minutes, and like we wrote we an, an album, album guys, <laughs> and we didn't really try, but whatever. Let's go on a worldwide tour for the next three years. Exactly. So that's been the last two Pearl Jam albums, but that was was it albums eight and nine? Yeah, because there was 
Binaural was number six. And then that was a bad album. And then Riot, Riot Act was number seven, which uh-huh. was really good. And then the eighth album was really good. What, so was that, the, what year did that come out? Which one? Binaural? Uh, that was in 2000. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a pretty bad album. So that was their sixth album. But the, and then their ninth and tenth albums are the really bad ones Ooh. as well. So, but their seventh and eighth albums are really good. So, so what you're trying to say is that Take It Back Sunday is over the hump now. They seem to be over that hump, and they took a dip in their fourth album. Because, well, yeah, that was the garbage one. This is track two. This is the first single, Tidal Wave. But the last three albums now, looking up. Looking up, yeah. I mean, it just took a massive lineup, lineup change. Uh, this, this song was the first single, right? Yes. And this is the one that everyone was saying on social media. This sounds like the Ramones. It sure does. <laughs> it, it, it does. It has that... Until you get to the chorus. Yeah. And it sounds like Gaslight. <laughs> it sounds like Gaslight. It sounds like Menzingers to me. A little Menzingers-y, yes. So, this album to me is Taking Back Sunday trying to write a Heartland punk album so the, and Gaslight and the Menzingers. But this is only a two-minute song. Yes. This is so the shortest song in the album. You can't really, like, throw this song in there as being, like, part of the everything of this album you know do you still not feel like the heartland punk kind of sound overall only in only in this track really so we'll, we'll talk about it more in the later tracks okay. i guess so as, as far as this track goes this is fun and it has a good yes. chorus and it's got a good beat it's very hummable yes. and i can see this playing well live i agree ah no 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 we don't i would have thought this would have alienated the fan base a little bit. i know but you know Nothing's gonna so save you from the tidal wave. <laughs> I wonder if Taking Back Sunday's. I wonder if Taking Back Sunday's ever uh, toured with Gaslight. I doubt it. But yeah. I felt that "Stood a Chance" was a very Gaslight-sounding song on the last album. Yeah. I didn't yeah. think the rest of that album was anywhere close to Gaslight, no, you're but right. just that one track. Uh, so let's go over to track three. You can't look back What's and uh, say it right now. Oh, my favorite song in the shot on this album. Fucking awesome track. And it's a very it's a very emotional song too. Like I, I kind of see this in the vein of uh, Better Homes and Gardens from the last album. There you go. It kind of feels like a continuation of that song too, because in that song he mentions that he just gets in his car and he leaves after the breakup, and then this song mentions that like, you know, I started running, didn't look back, and I just kept driving, and I don't know where I'm going right there. And he found somebody who kind of brought him back from the brink of darkness and kind of helped him become the person that he used to be you know so finally he found somebody else that could do the work for him <laughs> yes his current wife <laughs> <laughs> do, do you feel a heartland punky vibe to this not right here this is fucking great yeah look at this that. is mm, a, little, a little gaslighty <laughs> so gaslighty right there dude they're, they're, they're definitely taking a different sound with this and i've been getting like menzinger's kind of vibe you think just going on tour with the Menzingers shifted them that much? That's <laughs> <laughs> all it took. That very short tour that we were a part of. Right. We got them, Let Live, Taking Back Sunday. Yeah. Bizarre lineup. Now yeah. In hindsight. But it's great because it brings all those fan bases together oh and kind of exposes them to different bands. You know. I like tours like that. And we're and we're and we're music fans that so we're like we like everything too. Of course. So we, we're not going to be like oh those fucking Let Live fans are here. And notice all three of those bands are in our top tens. I know, right? <laughs> every every consistent year, consistent top ten band. band. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. 
Uh, I can't say. I mean, I'm just guessing that that if I'm the Devils, gonna be in our top ten. I'm not really sure. Oh, who knows? It, it might yeah, not be. perfect, <laughs> perfect album. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say this is one of the best songs I've heard all year too. Oh, it's such a good song. One of my favorites, definitely. But and I was surprised by the way they go into the second chorus here. Like they don't cut it, cut out. Yeah. And do like the acoustic thing. Yeah, but you get a tease of like the second half of the song, like right. when the like when the beat drop too. Because initially I thought like, oh, why didn't they drop out and do the like acoustic yeah. one there? But then the more I listen to this, I'm like, but this was perfect, no matter if it's acoustic or not. Yeah, you can tell in the songwriting that they took their time to really chop the song up in different parts and give you different emotional beats. And the second half of the song is like, oh, so brilliant. And it drops out the second time, and it just builds and builds into one final chorus. Oh, brilliant songwriting. Good makes, it makes a good, good choice for a single. I know, definitely. And this is the only music video, I believe. Okay. No, no. Second then, music video. Because they did that live video for the title oh, yeah. wave song. But, so there's bleeding in this video? Uh, yeah, right in this part in the music video, Adam Lazar starts coughing up blood, like, very <laughs> violently. Tuberculosis test was <laughs> positive. I have sepsis. <laughs> but, like, and, and nobody in the crowd, like, notices him at all. Or nobody mm. pays, can pay it. Nobody's paying attention to like what's going on with him. I'll just say this outro is pretty awesome Fuck, as well. So good. <laughs> I think it, it would have worked as a bridge, maybe one more chorus. But, well, I mean, you know, whatever. This is the bridge. Well, yeah, but it's more of an outro because it ends on sure. This. There's no chorus after this, but it, it, I would have thrown a chorus in. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. This this kind of repeats itself to the end. It's all right. So good. So good stuff. Now we're moving on to the illustrious topic that we've been talking about. For all of this year's reviews, track, track four, four syndrome. syndrome. Why does this, this, this come out a lot when I listen to this album? I know, right? But I, 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 I don't think this this album suffers from that. You don't think so? I like this song. I think the song is fine. <laughs> That's not a positive thing. <laughs> it's like you it's not a somebody bad basic. <laughs> sure, but like it's not a it's not a bad song. It's just not great. I believe that this chorus is pretty outstanding. It's 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 just like it's fine, dude. <laughs> I've heard that chorus so many times. It's fine. It's, it's, fine. it's a it's, it's a chorus. It's basic. So basic. I mean, it, it's sipping it's it's sipping his pumpkin spice latte right now. Sure. It's a little build up there. Like you're not, you're not expecting that chorus. Yeah, that's a really hooky melody right there. I don't think it's hooky. Of all the songs on here, like what? I don't think it's hooky, dude. What? I know, right? <laughs> For once, you're getting mad at me about sticking my Sunday thing. What? <laughs> I don't think it's hooky. I could definitely argue with you on the hookiness of several songs coming up. Okay. That I may or may not still be on the fence on. Oh. But <laughs> this one is definitely not one of them. So you. No track four syndrome for you then. No. Okay. Shane told. Shane told. <laughs> yeah, something about the song is just like it's just not speaking to me very well. We'll see how you feel at the end of the year. Okay, we'll see. Number one song of the year. <laughs> Fences. Beat out. You can't look back easily. Track five. All excess. So here's one that took me a little bit of time. Oh, but one thing I will say about track four, it bleeds perfectly into track five. Very true. Yes. I didn't even realize. Yeah, it fakes you out. Very true. Felt dirty and I didn't know why. So this is the one where I feel it's a weak chorus. Oh, really? 
bucks. Because I like this song a lot more than Fences. <laughs> but it's still a good song. Okay. And I believe I, I believe I gave it a pass. Okay. But I was on the fence about it oh. a lot. <laughs> if if all excess is like the second half, excuse me, to the one big song that is track four and track five, yes. then I would have given track four and track five a pass. But since they're separate songs, it just kind of bleed together. I like the song a lot more than uh, Fences. Dude, that dueling guitar right there with the soaring vocals? That is so Menzingers! <laughs> that is so Menzingers! It's a little Menzing, yes. Menzing. I've just been getting a Menzingers vibe like this whole entire album. It's very Menzi uh, guitar, yes. It's, it's Menzing Sunday. I feel the, the melody on the verse drives the song. Oh, definitely. The, the verse chorus just didn't feel like it was... The verses punchy. are far superior to the choruses, I agree. Okay. But I do like this chorus a lot better than Fences. This pre-chorus is pretty cool, too. Oh, it's Dual great. Vocals. Yeah. All right. Dual vocals is something that Taking Back Sunday like built their sound on, but in recent years, they've just kind of been... It's been kind of a rarity for them. Yeah. They I don't really... On one of the earlier songs. I forgot which one it was. On this but, one? Uh, one of the earlier songs I heard the dual vocals really well. Oh, they do that in the, in the outro bridge part of uh, You Can't Look Back. Okay. It's great. Oh, so good. So are we ready to, to take a nap? Oh, I'm so tired right now. Getting tired going into the tracks. Right, track six. I felt it too. Yeah, I, I definitely went back and forth on that song a lot, but I did eventually give it a pass. Okay, it's like so okay, the song's five for five. Then. Still five for five. Cool. Now here is the token slow song in the middle of the album. I was trying to think if it was common for them to do a slow song and right in the middle. They did it for, um, but I think they did it brilliant, brilliantly in "Where You Want to Be" with "New American Classic." Such a brilliant. It's just, it's just, it's just um, Fred, Fred. Armisen, I'm gonna say Fred Reyes. Armisen. No, <laughs> Fred. There is a Reyes in there. It's Fred. Funny. Fred Mastiero. Sorry, uh, Fred Mastiero in his acoustic guitar, and him and Adam doing vocals. And it's a beautiful song about a small town girl living in a lonely world. <laughs> she took a midnight train, probably going somewhere. I don't know where she was going. Um, the song is really slow. It's really slow. But I enjoyed it. <laughs> it's the longest song on the album by two yeah. seconds. <laughs> and uh, I still like this song. I still do. do. It yeah. took eight listens. Wow. But I finally was just like, okay, I'm, I'm getting this song now. And yeah, I, don't, it, I don't hate it. It was off-putting at first. Yeah. Like the first half of the week when I was listening to this, it was like, it's like, oh, this is really jarring. It takes the pace out of the album. A little bit. This would have been a great outro. That's kind of what I was thinking, too. But eh, I'm sick of kind of having the soft song at the end. So, like that's what went through my head. I was like, if they put it at the end, then I'd be like, oh man, not another ballad at the end of an album. Of course. But so I was just like, fine, put it in the middle. I don't, I don't care. Yeah, let the album go out with a bang, or it does it. Or it does it. Mm. And and, and it, it it does that also. It does that also token thing. We're like, oh, we're gonna have a big bombastic chorus at the end. True. It does build up. Yeah. But you know, very, it's a very well, a day to remember. You know, yeah. <laughs> da, 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 da. Uh, Whatever that last track was on Bad Vibrations. <laughs> oh God, I liked it. Shut up. <laughs> Not by choice, just because it 
mixed with my brain well. <laughs> I don't choose to like these songs. I just happen to like them. Adam, that is called musical Stockholm Syndrome, and I think you have a problem. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, you got to remember, we don't choose to like the music that we like. We just like the music the that we music like. Choice it's the way we, we were born. <laughs> God damn it. Exactly. <laughs> Buddy Nielsen was right. Um, yeah, there's not really much to say about it. It's kind of a generic song. It's just really written well. This is written really well. It's and yeah, and um, even the subject matter is like, oh, girl, I know you're beaten down and depressed and downtrodden, but you know what? I'm here for you. No, I I'm, am too. I am. Yeah, because I'm here for you. <laughs> exactly. So like, we, I'll be here we relate with you. Like, I can save your life via all the color up. brown. It's true. Yeah, I'm all fucked up like you. Oh, <laughs> who sings that song again? The Amity Affliction Oh god I already <laughs> forgot About that album I've listened to it So many times since then Trying to figure out What's going wrong <laughs> It's just a collection Of everything That the Amity Affliction Does wrong And they put it In one album <laughs> Anyway It wasn't everything <laughs> Just Jack just 7 Just a lot That wasn't right on it <laughs> call, call Come Running Call Come Running Call Come Running Oh that's right I like yeah. this song Cool intro this is just like the most Taking Back Sunday of the Taking Back Sunday songs. Yeah, this right? is the most TBS that TBS has been in a while. Very, very funny. Very expected. <laughs> I mean, well, after such a kind of basic song, this sounds like it could have been on Louder now. I was going to go with the self-titled. Self-titled? Because yeah. like, I like it. So Yeah. <laughs> I thought you like Louder Now. Oh, that's right. I was thinking New Again. <laughs> New Again is... We don't talk about New Again. New Again is garbage. I feel like Louder Now... Is just not the same band. Oh, of course not. With where they were prior and where they've come. Yeah, so louder. It's just like it's not only the louder nowadays. I mean, they had two different, completely different members with their own guitar and vocal style and songwriting right. style. But they were on Warner Brothers and they were the biggest alternative rock band at that in 2006 at that time. Yeah, you know, regardless of how many times you've never heard <laughs> "Liar" on the, the radio. Biggest. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But the, yeah, they were and they were writing songs for the radio, and they were writing songs for a mass audience. This is just them doing what they want to do now. Mm-hmm. If they want to be like, if they're really like, "Hey, John, I just want to write the Menzingers album. We should write a Menzingers album." I think and the like, guys behind me in this interview would really like if I wrote an album that sounded like that. Yeah, the one with the ponytail is looking at me really weird, <laughs> making me very uncomfortable. So I do like this song a lot. It's just yeah. like kind of the most inside the box of the album. It's very right? safe. Very Taking Back Sunday safe. Yeah. Because I had to remember like, oh yeah, I do like this song. Because I would always look at the, t- the title of the song. Yeah. And be like, oh, this is the one that I don't like. Yeah. But no, it's... Really I think it's got a song. great intro. It's got a decent chorus. And just through line, it's pretty good. But like, it's not great. Uh, next one is track eight, Holy Water. This is my least favorite song on this album. And I don't know what the producer was thinking, but I don't know if we're going to listen all the way to the bridge because it's kind of a long song. But Adam, he just kind of let Adam Lazara go off the rails and he's just mumbling at that point. And nobody, like a producer should, like rein him back in. Okay, man, we need to do a different take of that because you're just kind of... Holy water! Holy water state. Straight and narrow. Straight and narrow. Who pro- did, did they produce this album? No, or the same the same producer who did the last two albums. 
to the zone. Love it cause it shoots straight as an arrow. That's a clever line. But like, not a very good chorus. just repeats this chorus over and over again and it's just kind of like (laughs) something like that yes (laughs) it becomes unintentionally comical Mm. and that's not what I'm looking for in a Taking Back Sunday song this reminds me of 2011 Taking Back Sunday (laughs) we got the money money got the cash money (laughs) what did you think of Holly Water again went back and forth on it but I think I eventually gave it a thumbs down thumbs down I think least favorite the, song. The yeah. verse was was okay, but it definitely got it gets a little too preachy towards the end. I mean, repeating, yeah, but repeating the chorus over and over. But they, and they've over. done preachy before, but they've also done preachy in like an accessible in in an accessible way. But I guess like, I just say preachy because it's just screaming holy water at me over and over. I don't know what he was thinking with these. Like he's trying to wail and croon at the same time. I don't understand his vocal style here. It's very borderline experimenting. He's experimenting, but like it's cringy at sometimes. Well, that's just maybe just trying to step outside of his box a little. I know, but they're doing that already with this album. But a little bit further, and it just didn't really work that well. And nobody reined him in. No one was like, hey, Adam, that was kind of weird. Can you do it again? Probably a little bit. And you know that Hold they worked on this song many, many times, so I believe that it was a consensus amongst the group that this, also was, called, this was the best take. Also <laughs> also called Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> He's going to do it now. Here we go. He's losing his voice. And if John Nolan wasn't here, like, to, to <laughs> save the end of it, this this song would have just gone off the rails at this point. It is. Cracking it's, his voice. You know, it's, it's just jam. It's jam just jamming now. And they were just like, hey, Adam, just, just riff over me singing the chorus behind you. Oh, but it's we'll not... Just- but it's not... This is Dave Matthews' intro. <laughs> <laughs> this is where I was just like, I don't think I like this song. Yeah, anymore. this song is off the rails. <laughs> I'm skipping down to track nine in tried. the middle of it all. I tried. Good good effort, sure. For this song or for Holy Water? For Holy Water. Oh, effort, sure. Yeah. And it's just, you know, you know how fun it is to just get jamming and everybody's yeah. screaming and doing whatever they're going to do. But, so, you know, when you're in a vocal studio... When you're, I mean, it's good to do that, like when you're jamming with your friends, but like, don't put that on an album. <laughs> I would say that this is probably my least favorite track. This one, this song, I have no idea. What, <laughs> I, I don't remember the song at all. It's so, what's it called again? <laughs> in the middle of it all. Yes, I knew it was a long title. Very basic chorus, basic instrumentation. There's that word again, basic. 
basic. That's that's that could be hurtful. Pumpkin spice. It feels like this was a B-side. It does, huh? It's hard for me to believe that this was one of the best songs of like all of the ones they would have written for these. They sessions. always do a special edition of their albums, like yeah. since they came back, and they always like, oh, get special edition of this album, and you'll get the B sides and a couple demo tracks, right. and they're never good. There's like I like two of the three songs from Happiness. Sure, they weren't like the standout tracks. And I thought like the acoustic version of Better Homes and Gardens, one of the best songs I've ever heard in my entire life. Right, best and saddest songs I've ever heard in my entire life. And they like we're gonna release an acoustic version of that, and like, oh man, it was so bad. Or was it? I don't even think I listened to it. Oh really? Because <laughs> I was just like, why good. would I want to listen to this? I'd rather listen to the original. I'd rather <laughs> just cut myself because then I hurt less. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, you take a little snooze during tracks eight and nine. Yeah, so far right? the uh, latter half of this album is not impressing me as much as the first half. So it's not really much to say about this one. So let's go to uh, track ten. But we don't go in there. Track ten. Mm-hmm. Knocks my balls out of Ooh. my fucking scrotum. Does it now? Little, okay, Heartland Punky. Very Heartland Punky. Right when I heard this first, I was like, oh, this song's going to suck. <laughs> it does have a weird <laughs> intro. But after you've heard the song a lot of times, it's like, this is perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you know what's coming, yes. like, the intro makes sense. It's just trying to... It's just trying to throw you right into the middle and you're also you're also thinking oh god another acoustic song <laughs> and another ballad yeah oh no so are you, are you like trying to see where I'm coming from right now with all the the, the, the Menzingers a little bit yes things Ooh, I love that fuzzy bass yes. oh sounds so good It seems like a song that shouldn't be at track 10. I would like this to be right. like track 4. Sure. I would take it at 5. I think this, yeah. yeah since, this song Since I like, like track 4. Yeah, I mean, this song sounds like it would go really well with the first three singles that are up there. This is just a beautifully put together, perfect song. It's a really good song. I like this song a lot. Nice little build-up pre-chorus there. Perfect. Yeah, really good, really good chorus, and then transitions right into. Oh, I, I love that guitar line. Oh, so good. John Nolan really surprises me sometimes with his guitar riffs. You know, I think it worked well. Yes. Yeah, like I, I always, if someone asked me in my head, who's the best current guitarists in, in, in today's music scene? You know, I have like a list of five in my head. Jeez. John Nolan is never in there. And then I listen <laughs> right. to the guitar. Uh, and then I listen to the Take It Back Sunday album. Like, oh crap, he's really good. I forgot. Yeah. He's also really good. So I can't pick the best. Right. Although I, we do every year, but still, yeah, you can't do. pick the best. <laughs> <laughs> so we're almost at the end here. Let's go ahead and move on to track eleven, Homecoming. Take your time listening to that song. Mm-hmm. Because. I don't care for this song much. This song's fine. There's that word again. <laughs> Would you rather just say it's bad? There are a couple bad songs on this album. This isn't one of them. The song's just, just there. It makes me think that this song is just okay. 
The song sounds like the end, too. We got one more track to go. I feel like you would say it's fair. It's not great. It's not terrible. It's fair. You you prefer that I say fair to fine? It's fine. Okay. For some reason, fine sounds hurtful. Because it sounds so passive, I guess. I guess so. <laughs> it's so non-committal. Yeah. <laughs> this definitely sounds like an outro to this album. from North Carolina not Jacksonville that's right I forgot about that we'll just need it you just needed a need word that rhymed they probably <laughs> thought of you know like Charlotte they can't rhyme anything going to Charlotteville what's <laughs> another city in North Carolina could it, he, he could have picked the city that my sister was born in Somerville there you go I don't think anyone knows about Somerville though <laughs> Could have just said Raleigh, North Carolina. I'm sure there's a rhyme for Raleigh. Raleigh and see. If I get back and you're with me, I'll go back to Raleigh. <laughs> you already made the song a lot better. Okay. Yeah, there's I'm a really songwriter. <laughs> you are a songwriter. I've written a couple. Uh, Not rap. I hate rap. Yeah, rap's dumb. Rap's gay. Whoever writes rap, especially fake rap, <laughs> the worst people in the world. Especially trying to be... Humorous. They don't deserve any comments <laughs> on the Except internet. Except for two <laughs> neutral comments. <laughs> anyway, this song is very forgettable. Yeah. It's not really worth talking about, other than like it's the second to last song. It, and it sounds like the last. So let's go to the actual last song. I'll find a way to make it what you want. <laughs> God, another sentence. Thank you. Taking back Sunday. So they they do some cool things with this one where they play the guitar um, backwards. backwards. I think that's cool. I always like doing weird stuff like that. Yeah. And this song, is it long? It's uh, the second longest song in the album. Okay. It's 521. 521. That's right. I remember thinking, like, holy crap, it's long. But after many listens, I was like... It pace, I, I, it's paced really well. It's not, yeah. It doesn't feel long. It doesn't get boring. Yeah, man. So it's, it's a fair song. So, it, but, I, but I give it a pass. Definitely. Okay. Give it a pass. So that's a lot of passes. That's actually a lot more passes in this album than I thought you were going to give, to be honest. Really? Yeah. What did you think my number would be? I thought your number would be like a six. Oh. Well, apparently it's a nine. <laughs> nine out of 12. Very fair. Which is weird because when I listened to it yesterday, I'm pretty sure I gave it a 10 out of 12. Okay. I have no idea why it's nine out of 12 now and which song. Because I'm pretty sure that I didn't like the, those songs. I must have just miscounted or something. With the last three? No. Because I like number 10 a lot. Oh, okay. But it was seven, eight, and 11. Did you no, sorry. Did eight, you just give a pass to eight, track six? Nine. Or? Yes. Okay. Eight, nine, and eleven were okay. the three tracks that I said no thank you to. Okay, but now you said thank you to Holy Water. Okay. No. Holy oh. Water is track nine. Or track no, eight. Track eight, yeah. Eight, okay. nine, eleven. Alright. So I'm glad we cleared that up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still gonna give this the best album ever. Ooh. This is like a on the fence best, best album ever, huh? It's if I had another, because I only have two grade scales. Keep in mind, yes, the internet works in extremes. But if I had another grade scale, I got if I had a third one, I'd just be it's it's an album. <laughs> I'd, I'd probably put fine. it on there. I'd probably put this. I'd, it's an album, but uh, because I like more songs than I don't like some of these songs, I'm gonna give it a best album ever. Yes. the first three songs are fucking amazing. 
some of the best songs I've taken back Sunday I'd ever say written. four. Sure. <laughs> and I think track four will grow on you over time. I think so. I like okay. track five a lot more than track four. But, okay. uh, uh, but yeah, the first half of this album is pretty solid. And then like, the second half happens like kind of hit or miss for me. Um, yeah. Especially track ten. That's yeah. a hit. I mean, yeah, the, the three tracks that you don't like are in this latter half. Yeah, that's true. But like, yeah, it, it, it's, hard to, it's hard to top happiness is because you can feel for happiness is they, they really wrote an album that was emotionally resonating yeah. for especially kind of, Adam kind of concepty yeah kind of concepty they've done a concept album yeah the, the whole through line of the album from track one to the last track kind of tells the story of this rocky relationship and um, yeah and, it, and it's just really well composed and you can just tell that they really put gave it their all so I guess it was hard to top that they just kind of maybe just kind of went to the studio like I guess we have some song ideas so yeah throw this in there we kind of want to go to I'm glad that they kind of went in a different direction because this is album seven for them. And you don't, really don't want a band to just kind of coast on their past popularity. It could have just been terrible. It could have been terrible. There's always that. I mean, most of their fans think their later stuff is terrible anyway. Most of their fans right? never even heard their later stuff. Well, that's true. They all kind of stopped in 2006, right? They stopped after they after they heard Liar. And they're like, oh, this is a good song. It'll oh, never get better than this. They'll never get better. Because <laughs> probably, like, yeah, New Again... The fans weren't there anymore. After oh, New Again, right? I think I don't even think Taking Back Sunday was there for New Again, to be honest. <laughs> so hey, great, still a great album, still pretty good. Not the best of the best, but still, I don't, still good. yeah, I don't see this ranking very high for me on the end of Probably the year list. Won't be in the top ten, yeah. And we've been having lots, lots of great albums this year, so who knows if this will even make it on mine? I'm gonna give mm. it some re-listens, of course. So my, my threshold seems to be eighty percent to go in my top ten, and this is a seventy-five percent. Okay. So, so I'm a little I'm a little nervous. Yeah. We'll see what what the competition is like out there. Well, you know, Taking Back Sunday doesn't always write a great record. Um, you know, back in two thousand two, that was great for that time. Uh, two thousand four, <laughs> uh, really where you want to be, time. really good. Sure. And then, you know, and then I, I I'd say their most successful album, Louder Now, was great for them. Was great for Warner Brothers. It was great for mainstream rock. Uh, we don't talk about new again, <laughs> uh, and take it back. And, and there, I have a lot of problems with the 2011 self-titled album. I have a lot of problems with it. I, like they probably wrote some some of the worst. Some songs on the Taking Back Sunday album are worse than some songs on New Again. We should probably do opinion. a 2011 list. Do we have to go all that back <laughs> far again? I did a blog. I, I can just bring up my blog of oh, okay. 2011 albums. That's true. You could. Yeah. I'm sure everybody's read it by now. Of course they have. It's been out for five years. <laughs> <laughs> no Devolution by Thursday. That's right. Uh, Major Minor by where was Where was Screaming Bloody Murder by Sum 41, Mike? Where was know. Screaming Bloody Murder? <laughs> Not on my number one, because that belongs to No Devolution. I know. You I can't know. tell me No Devolution is... Not going to beat Screaming Bloody Murder. Well, I haven't listened to No Devolution since you, you, 2011. You, you should. Because <laughs> when a band breaks up, I stop listening there's to their no entire discography because there's no point anymore. <laughs> They're dead to me. Dead. Anyway, that was the year that I discovered them and yeah. liked them, and then they disappeared and broke my heart. So, uh, so this is a, it's 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 a decent record. Uh, I, I guess to say at the least, it's decent. It's got some good songs. It's got some great songs, but it's also got some kind of mess songs. Uh, so. Good on you, Taking Back Sunday. I, you did not, you did not make me shit my pants of disappointment, nope. which is a good thing, which is the goal. <laughs> uh, so that's the goal. <laughs> every, every with every band, <laughs> do not make me shit my pants with disappointment. So you mentioned screaming bloody murder. Yes. Um, I don't know. If we told 
the people yet, but like we're gonna go go see uh, some forty one at the yes. don't call it a sumback tour. Um, we're going after the new album is released, right? Because right? the new album gonna... comes out like right around my birthday, right? Right. Yeah, it's coming up very soon. So we're going to see them on November fourth, fifth, fifth, and um, we have a few more weeks to do the um, the review of uh, Screaming Bloody Murder. That is we now the saying... time. We should do that soon. We I listened to it just this last <laughs> week because I wanted to. Yeah, getting prepared for the show. Oh, so you listened to that, but not No Devolution by Thursday, huh? I'm not going to see them in November <laughs> live, am I? No, what was that attitude. Psh, whatever. Well, they'll they'll be back. Not Tw- coming to the West Coast anyway. 2018, fucking Thursday. Yeah. So and part of me was thinking band. now that we've gotten our best of 2013, 2014, now that we've gone back in time. Why don't we do? Why don't we summon Doc Brown and go back to 2011? Oh my God! For, for just the that first one album. Time. Oh, just for the album. Okay, just for that album. <laughs> hey Adam, I just listened to this new Sum 41 album. <laughs> exactly. We should listen to it together. Sum 41. That band sucks. Do you remember? In too deep. That album and that entire genre was terrible i hate it and it'll never ever ever get better adam have you forgotten about motivation such an aggravation accusations don't know how to take them inspiration getting on your face that that just hearing that lyric (laughs) or that melody takes me back to 2002 you wanted to be how much i hated that entire sound Everything. Oh, God. Oh, man, how you've changed. All Killer No Filler is still a pretty bad album, in my oh, opinion. I'm sorry you think that way. I but really like that album. But everything since has been great. Chuck. Great album. Chuck. Underclass Hero was pretty good. Screaming Bloody Murder. And uh, the other Does one. This Look Infected is a pretty awesome <laughs> yeah, album. That one. The Hell Song. <laughs> yes. So, should we go back in time and review Screaming Bloody Murder? If we don't get a press copy of what I, of the album I'm expecting next, which is um, Mothership by Dance Gavin Dance. Oh, that's right. That's coming out soon, too. So yeah, it's the, only next, the next big releases we're getting are uh, Dance Gavin Dance, Sum 41 in November. and There's a Menzinger's album somewhere Men, in there. Yeah, there's a Menzinger's album. Right. And you blew it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as it is. And... Some 41's new album Yeah Which we already mentioned I think Yeah um, Is that it? Well I mean there's some other Like well that's the major ones mm-hmm. So so until we get those I, I guess we have time to Go back in time Let's do it Alright As we get prepared for 13 What is it? 13 Ghosts The new Some 41 album Because I'm sure we'll be On the plating that one Yes I think it's called 13 Ghosts Okay So we it's got only, three shows 10 tracks but whatever Yeah so we got three <laughs> shows We're going to We're going to go see Thrice and Oct- October 6th, 6th, uh, before your birthday, they're going to be joined by uh, La Dispute and uh, Nothing Nowhere, who who Adam reviewed, what was it last week, two weeks ago? I haven't reviewed the EP yet, but I will. Oh, sure. my sound off. Okay. And then then after that, we're going to see our our yearly Amity Affliction (laughs) show. Yes. Uh, We're going to see that October 22nd. October 22nd, and I still have no idea who all they're playing with. I'm pretty sure it's Trophy Eyes. And being as an ocean, yes. But I think there's a fourth band in there. There is, but I don't remember. It's I only, a band we know. Yeah, but I've got because I've only gotten you trophy eyes. 
I yes. only bought you Trophy Eyes. I've listened to it thrice, the other bands. and I'm kind of liking it. They're After pretty good, aren't they? thrice or four times listening to it. Yeah, they're pretty good. For a 28-minute album, Yeah, it's, it, it seems pretty decent. Now I've got another album to anticipate in right. the coming weeks. Their album comes out in October, too. Yeah, and then after that, November something, 4th, 5th, fourth, fifth, we're going to go see Sum 41 and Senses Fail, and <laughs> you blew it. As it is. As it, <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> Why do I? I don't give a flying fuck Just about remember, as it is. Patty Walters is a chode. Patty Walters is a fucking chode. Please don't put, make sure my name's not on this. Jared, you guys are dick. not real artists like we are. Jared, so confused. Anyway, this isn't even you singing. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so I'm super stoked on all of those. Uh, I mean, even after the lackluster Amity Affliction album, that we, like I said, I almost feel like I want to re. On the plate, it <laughs> just to get like a final version. Like, okay, I know where I stand after th- three more listens. Oh, of there it. we go. Ne- 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 next time we, re- we we do a review or something, or we go back to something, we'll just call it back for seconds. You know, you food. Metaphors. Like, we'll just back for seconds after three more listens to the <laughs> Amity Affliction album. Solid six out of eleven. I know you gave it a five out of eleven. Hmm. But remember, I, I like one song more than you do. And every I, time I, I listen to, to it, I think Mike's full of shit for hating the song. And it this has, be, has nothing, no no similarities, day. except for the guitars dropping out in the verse. On it's one verse! same one verse. fucking song! One, no, it's not. It is so <laughs> different than everything. And they have guitars drop out in other songs that aren't as jarring. But <laughs> it's... The v- chorus has no similarities whatsoever to Never Alone. No similarities except it's poppy. Sure, I'll give you that. <sighs> okay. But it's not cringeworthy Never poppy. alone, never apart. And this could be, I think this could be hard. That's almost nope. the same cadence, dude. You're it's singing almost... the second half of the chorus. Yeah, I know. On this could be heartbreak. Never alone, you're singing Our the heart... first half of the, okay. of the chorus. Let me, okay, it's well, all let wrong. Me, let me sing you the first part of the chorus. <laughs> Our hearts start to bleed as our eyes, they become wells. Well, who writes that down and says, this is going to be a great chorus? Wells. Wells. Our hearts start, our eyes start to bleed as our eyes be, they become wells. Because you're crying? Yeah, I know. It's a stupid <laughs> fucking line. That's just, he's, he's spread out the words of just, I'm crying because I'm sad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm crying, I'm sad. This could be, I think, I think that's a little bit better than... <laughs> Uh, great song I, great song <laughs> shut the fuck up but I am ha- I do actually have to go back soon because I'm going to have to re-listen to all of my 2016 albums in anticipation for my favorite time of the year when we uh, get together and week by week and by week by week I mean not record three episodes in one day uh, yes. <laughs> do our best of and worst of worst. and honorable mentions of the year I'm, look, I'm looking yes. forward to that it's going to be a very busy year still so a 6 out of 11 for that album is still pretty bad Compared to what where, it I, was where I feel about Amity Affliction, I know going backwards. So yeah. I'm pissed about that. <laughs> I'm but pissed I know, too. <laughs> I know it's a solid six, and that's me having to bend a lot of my ears on the opening track <laughs> to give it a pass. <laughs> oh, I like the opening track. <laughs> you do? Yeah, I do. Yeah, that's, I think that's, we that's, said. I thought you had said you did not like it. I thought it's fine because remember you were like, oh, four, five songs in, and I'm hating this album. Oh, <laughs> so. Well, I thought okay. The first song is decent because that was a single. It's decent, yes, yeah. it is. I'm just like okay, whatever. But and then like I changed my mind on Wishbone. 
I don't like Wishbone. Okay, good. <laughs> and you know, the last two tracks are good. And OMG something something, etc. is a oh, good song. Yeah. And Fight My Regret was a good song. That's, it's six tracks. I, I don't remember them. I have to go back. The last time I listened to it was when we did a review. You should listen to them because we're going to go see them live soon. I, I should probably do that. <laughs> or I could just listen to Let the Ocean Take Me. You can listen to that again. one over and over again. <laughs> like sure. I did in 2014, yeah. <laughs> Skip over track five. All right, man. So Whatever let's go into our sound off because, you know, instead of talking about stuff that you weren't going to sound off on, let's talk about stuff that we're going to sound off on. Yes. Okay. Can you click over to my recently added? Yes, sir. There, so I can remember what it is. So Wee! going back to nothing, nowhere. Their their EP from this year called "Who Are You?" Who are you? EP. Are you asking me a question? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Who are you? EP. <laughs> That's a really good EP. It's great. It's like it's definitely where this band needs to be after that very poor LP that they did. Um, Oops. There's a there's a lot more rapping in it. Yeah, I thought it really worked well with the guitar work and everything. So I'm really interested in seeing how this band kind of transitions live. Yeah, the, the, this band blends genres really well, and it's I, not jarring in, in any way. It's just, it's a very unique sound. Um, you, I, I wouldn't say it's very accessible though. You mentioned like name a band that this reminds you of without saying 21 Pilots, right. and I would definitely say it's a slowed down version of the 1975. Yeah, like, like a the, more the somber really, version. The really yeah. slow but really good 1975 songs. You mean like the, the 1975, the first track on like three of their albums? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what that reminds me of so much. Yeah, that's a, so, that's a good comparison. I mean, there's definitely cool. no like up-tempo poppy songs like mm-hmm. the 1975. But do. it's all like electronic influence too. Is there all, or electronic lead. Yes. I don't think there's any... I mean, we'll find out when we see them live, but there's no... I don't think there's any analog instruments here. No. I don't think so, no. No. So I also listened to the second Silent Planet album. Oh, cool. Mike's new favorite band of 2016. I, I like that band a lot. I, I definitely dope. liked everything was sound. Is sound? Was sound? There it is. Yes, everything was sound. I liked that one more than the last one. No lemonade in this one. No lemonade. But discu- discussion of perforated bowels. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of course. Like why? I don't know why that was the only line that I pretty much heard this is a christian band by the way <laughs> um but you know guest vocaling with spencer chamberlain mm-hmm. this album i listened to this morning i didn't enjoy it very much but i know when i listened to it a couple weeks ago it was a six out of 11 okay so we'll see where it ends up by the end of the gotten year. worse over time <laughs> okay <laughs> no it was a six out of 11 and then this morning it was oh yeah it did get worse over time yeah <laughs> sorry <laughs> so yeah so it's it's okay i don't like hear much that's like super standouty and like oh god this band is the next big thing kind of thing but i wouldn't say they're the next big thing but they 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 stand out in my opinion they stand out because they kind of again you're not an under oath fan but they fill that under oath void void the what the 15 year olds haven't heard yet yes (laughs) i'm a 15 year old girl at heart we all know this i've accepted it all the 15 year olds that had never heard under oath before yeah like when I asked a couple of teenagers this week if they knew who Underworth was, and they were just like, hmm? "Under who? Under what? Are under- am I under arrest? <laughs> <laughs> Do I have to see a judge now?" Um, so yes, that's how I feel about that band. Okay. And I just started Trophy Eyes, so I'll talk about them more next week. Okay. I listened to the Oil and Water EP by I the Mighty, which was fun. Um, you know, just reimaginings of five tracks and, and 
five different genres too. Yeah, yeah they played it like five different ways. Another really cool thing. What's the second to last track called? Slow Dancing Forever. Oh my god, what a great song! Oh, and really? it's it's just the acoustic version of that song, pretty mm-hmm. much. Pretty awesome. So uh, that was cool. my number one album of last year. Was yeah. I the Mighty's Connector? So good to hear some of those songs reimagined. Ah, uh, oh here we oh go. God. Cold World by of Hello. Mice Ampersand and Men. We're within five minutes of being done, and you're here. Your timing is great all the time. <laughs> the wife came in. There goes the finger. The middle finger. Middle finger has been extended. I'm leaving this in the show. By the way, I'm <laughs> you're getting in tired the show. of editing. <laughs> There's a double, double middle, middle finger. <laughs> so anyway, we got to talk about of my ampersand man. Yes, Cold World. So this is their fifth <laughs> album, right? Fourth? I think it's fifth. No, Restoring Force was their third. They had. There's an album called The Flood, and then there's one. That's more. That's their second album, and there's one more before that. The first album. So yeah, this and is then number Restoring four. Restoring Force, and this is number four. Yeah. Okay. So. Woo. Should we give up on this band for life? <laughs> worst album oddly I've en- heard all year. Oddly enough, Restoring Force <laughs> was a, like a 4 out of 12 or a 4 out of 11. You were being and so like, generous Some to of them. those four songs made it onto my best ofs list. It didn't really uh-huh. make it past... The one song made it kind of later in the rounds. Okay. But th- this album is not a good follow-up to that it's at all. It's not a good album to anything. <laughs> There's um, three songs that I can listen to oh my and that's not including the instrumental tracks <laughs> one's called minus and one's a plus sign not counting restoring force i don't think there was anything good in that one there are at Four least songs. like one or two songs in all their previous albums that i've been like oh these are really good songs Ooh, like okay. like there's that song like all night a dream of water i can wash the weight of the world like that's that's a great song, and then they have a really they had they had some uh, like two or three really good songs from their first album too. There's nothing on here that like, stands out, or I like like a ghost, and I like down the road. You're a lot more charitable than I am. I and guess there's one more on there that I don't know what it is, but no, I Man, gave it a three, scared. three out of eleven. Mm. And pain is really bad. That reminds oh, me of God, like God. Pain is their single. Too. That, that's what I remember like Mudvayne sounding like, Ugh. like dirt. Dig or whatever that first track was called. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, that band went on to have some like relatively successful singles. Yeah. But that first time I heard Dig, I was like, how is anybody listening to this shit? Dig! 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 Have you seen the music video for that? Oh, of course. Oh, it's beautiful. How can you miss it if you were alive in 2001? It's beautiful. I love that music video. Oh, God. What else we got on here? Let's see. We also have... Cruel hand. <laughs> Cruel hand. How about that? Can we just let this one go as well? It's a bad album. Yeah, I mean, again, Your it's world short. Won't listen. It's like it's twenty-eight minutes, thirty or minutes or yeah. so. Um, again, there was like the last album, The Negatives, had like four tracks that I felt were like pretty decent, fine uh, choruses. So I, I felt the same thing about three so songs on there. When do you think we're going to unintentionally see this band again? Warp Tour 2017. Let's do it. We'll be front row. <laughs> front row. Cool hand. Uh, you want to briefly talk about the Rock Sound presents the yeah. Black Parade tribute album. I only needed to give it one listen, 
And I feel like I'm pretty confident <sighs> in saying that I would much rather listen to the original. <laughs> well, I mean, that's, that's, I, I think we knew that before I we know. even listened to the album. But it, what was good was going back and re-listening to an album that I hadn't listened to in a long, long time mm-hmm. and reminding myself that I do like this album a lot. The Black Parade is one of my favorite albums of all time, even though there are like two tracks on there that I don't enjoy. One of them is one of the worst songs I've ever heard. Teenagers. Teenagers. And, um, and you don't like Mama, which I, I don't like you're, Mama. You're full of crap about. Yeah. That, compared to Cancer, it's a pretty awesome song. You don't like Cancer because of the feels. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> That's no reason to not like it's a song. It's purely pandering. It's not pandering. It's, it's part pandering. of the story. It's two minutes of pandering. It's part of the story. Pander- it's about it's about how the guy died. Right. It's his concept album. <laughs> it's not about a guy. It's about his aunt. My aunt Marie. <laughs> yeah, call my aunt Marie. My lips are chapped and faded. Call my Aunt Marie. The song is written in the first person, man. Oh, I still don't like it. It's a song that celebrates death, and it's a song that goes back and talks about how he died. Well, and then Mama is all a song about mama. going going to hell and, and being there with your mama. Sure. <laughs> and I thought I that's great. It's like thema- thematic and dark and, and brooding. It and- sounds like Tim Burton wrote it. You always say that because you hate that. I stupid, hate Tim Burton. And you, yeah, that you hate that Nightmare Before Christmas song, <laughs> and this somewhat reminds you of it, doesn't it? <laughs> it does, kind of. But anyway, so, New Year's Day else, sounded great on there. <laughs> New Year's Day did a great rendition of Sleep. They, they kind of played it safe with that, but like, I like it. Was it. A great it's really song. good. Yeah, and, and what's re- her name did it, really well on I, it. I like that song. I don't love you like I loved you yesterday by Moose Blood. That's one of my favorite songs of all time. Oh, wait. Uh, yeah. But and I don't like Moose Blood's I don't, rendition of no, it. No, it doesn't sound right with Moose Blood. Yeah. I was going to mention that as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, the Crown the Empire, it's like, whatever. Fuck you, <laughs> Crown the Empire. I, Fuck you. I still don't know why you hate them so Fuck royally. that band. But why do you hate them so royally? The what have runaways. they ever done to you? <laughs> wait, none of them. <laughs> I don't like very much of their music, but... What did they ever do to you? Because they're just <laughs> one of those. They're just one of those bands that are like, "Hey, then, look at us, we're in a band." And then they made us. They made a cover of a song that you like. And fuck you! You don't deserve to make a cover of a song I like. They don't. <laughs> they don't, Adam. They're crowned the empire. <laughs> did you see their video with Jared Alonji where they they tore apart their new album and talked about how terrible it was? Good. <laughs> I did not see that, but good. It was pretty funny. They should have. <laughs> Uh, who else do you think? I mean, One OK, okay Rock was epic. I'm oh, sure. fuck no. <laughs> yeah, One OK Rock did The End, Escape the Fate. Oh, God, did Dead. I thought you said that was uh, a... You like that version. No. No? Okay. I thought that it was... Oh, I liked Creepers. This is how you disappear, but like just oh, barely. Yeah. It's like, I don't know anything was, about that I band, was like, I like, just would so much rather hear the original. Oh, God. State Champs did The Sharpest Lives. I didn't think that one was like too bad. And The Unintentionally Funny... Disenchanted by Chunk No Captain Chunk. <laughs> How could if you, you not <laughs> laugh at them? I, I don't. I, if, and I feel bad laughing at somebody for their French accent, <laughs> but it's so jarring in this song. Oh, Whatever. Man. We but should I, stop I, letting foreigners in, I guess. What I will say is that I kind of like this version of Teenagers a lot more than My Chemical Romance's version. And I like this version of Cancer better than My Chemical Yeah, Romance's 21 Pilots did the version of Cancer, and it's beautiful. I think it's, I thought it's beautiful. I was just like, I was kind of in awe. I was just like, well, I still don't like the song, but I like this reimagining of it. Yeah. This is kind of cool. Mm, and, the, and the album ends, ends uh, with Asking Alexandria <laughs> with famous last words. Which was pretty uninspired. Fuck you. 
Again, fuck what you. did that band do to you, Mike? They covered four <laughs> famous last words, Adam. That's what they uh, did. Such a great song. Poor chorus, great song. Um, All right, am man. Am I missing so, anybody? Well, I mean, there's also the B-Sides album that Mike Kim put out this past and, week. And I just barely started listening to that, so I'll have a more well-rounded review Yeah, so there's week. a bunch of B-Sides and demo versions of yeah. like, songs from the Black just Parade. Like, I, I think the, the way they went on the album was good. Yeah. <laughs> they probably should have canned these, these tracks, mm-hmm. I feel. And as bad as Teenagers is, I'm like, no, that belongs there. Like, you shouldn't have replaced it with anything here. You think so? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Because like, I could have Teenagers easily... fits in the narrative of that. It's just a <sighs> fucking bad song, dude. I, I can definitely pick out one or two I would rather hear. If I were to than... pick one, I'd say Kill All Your Friends. Well, especially because these are just the demos. So it's like imagining them with like the, mm. the overproduction that was that album. Yeah, good and, point. And, and all the fine-tuning and everything. So I mean, a lot of these are just live demos. Yeah, true. So it's just kind of poor recording quality. If it were up to me, I'd just take Teenagers, teenagers out altogether and just make that an 11-track album. Twelve, whatever. Twelve. Yeah, make it an eleven track. Yeah, okay, twelve. Yeah, make it twelve. <laughs> Which is like you can stomach Mama for that much. Yeah, I can. I think Mama, Mama is decent. Okay, it's like it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, a lot, lot of hefty reviews there. Hefty. Um, uh, yes, yeah, so I think that'll do it for the, this week's show. Let's go eat some brownies. Ooh, okay. If we have them. Did yeah. You? Well, she's she's. She was out there. She was calling us for a reason. She flipped okay. us off for a reason. <laughs> so let's go out there. Thank you guys for checking out our album this week. Go, go let us know what you thought of Tidal Wave. Uh, let us know if you what you thought about any of the any of the other albums we talked about on this week's episode. Tune in next week where we might go back in time again to 2011. Yeah. Unless we get a press review of Dance Gavin's Hands. Otherwise, either way, stay tuned. But I, I, I don't think I would have it digested between now and then. Adam, it's Dance Gavin's Hands. I know. I would definitely get it digested. Tillian Pearson. I'll see you guys next week. The best joke of last week. <laughs> <laughs>